Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tina. And I'm Jen. And this is The Sinistry, an astrology podcast that guesses the potential signs and therefore the sinistry of our favorite fictional characters. This is episode eight, and we're talking succession. Finally. I've been dying to ask to replace this show. We are experimenting with a mini app for you astrologers on the go. So here's a quick synopsis with fun fact, and then we'll get right into their sinistries. Meet the Roy family, Kendall, Shiv, Roman Connor, and their father, Logan, a.k.a. the owner of the massive media conglomerate, Waystar Royco. When Logan gets sick, things get sticky-icky as the siblings full of childhood trauma take it to the runway. Cue Tyra Banks, you want to be on top? To prove they're each right for the role. No spoilers here if you're not caught up. But Jen, who do you think will eventually take over at the end of the series? I would have to say my money is on Shiv. She's always the one that holds it together the most, and in my opinion, the least chaotic of the sibs. Agreed. So just one fact today. So this is our final season, and the creator, Jesse Armstrong, has confirmed that in an interview he did with The New Yorker. But he also said in that interview he's opened the idea of a spinoff series featuring characters from the show. (laughs) There definitely needs to be a Cousin Greg and Tom spinoff, the disgusting brother. (laughs) (laughs) yes definitely i love cousin greg so much (laughs) what a doof okay well this is a mini up so let's do the big three for the kids and then we can explore the other characters in another segment just to address the overall themes of the show similar to white lotus in many ways we've got power wealth loyalty ambition It's very Shakespearean tragedy in many ways, classic Freudian complexes with the dynamic between Logan and his children. Uh, Also, randomly, the show reminds me a lot of the newsroom in the dialogue. Just very Darren Aronofsky. We've got like that intelligence, quick wit banter, Um, sort of just as much as what's done with the dialogue is what's done without it, I feel. There's a lot of power in, like, the glances and the pauses. Yes, that camera work. Yes. Um, All right, back to it. Tina, we're putting you to the test. Let's (laughs) Let's start with the sun and the rising signs. We'll do a little combo action. So we've got Shiv, Kendall, Roman, and poor old Connor. Can you give a quick guess for us and then a little bit of your reasoning why remember everyone the rising sign is the mask the social presentation and the sun is the ego so sometimes they can be the same or similar and other times they can be totally opposite let's kick it off okay we'll start with shiv played by sarah snook according to me and this is i'm not going to set myself up and say this is probably wrong but (laughs) i feel like she's tricky shiv is tricky i'm going to say She is a Taurus sun and a Aries rising. And I don't really have strong reasons for those choices. I think that Shiv is very dynamic and has a softer side than the two brothers, but is still super tough. I see this like bull in her. I know I go for like the generic, like Taurus is a bull, (laughs) but that's what I see with her. Okay, I love those two options because 
for my sun guesses, I have Aries and Taurus for the sun. No way! Yeah. So. Okay, cool. And I really am torn. So I really love that you chose those two placements because I see a lot of both of that in her. And I agree with you. She's a bull. She's got this, like, drive, this, like determination and the stubbornness about her where she really is set in her ways and there's also something really sensual about Shiv like really like the way she dress she dresses in very earthy colors you know she's got this sort of grounded kind of sexy undertone to her and I think that's definitely very Taurus and on the airy side of it she is fiery for sure she is an initiator. She is a go-getter. But that could also be manifested in the Taurus placement. So I think I really am on the fence about those two things. But what I incorporated in that was a Scorpio rising. And I think okay. I wanted to bring in the Scorpio somewhere with Shiv. Because I feel like she's got, very similar to her dad, that ability to sort of manipulate situations and really play on the emotions of others and test the water and sort of be very charming when she needs to be and not so much when she doesn't. And so there's that versatility, that sort of salesman type ship that she's got going on and she's got a lot of charisma. So I I wanted the personality to be a little Scorpio and I think I'm leaning on a Taurus sun from my choice, but I like the Aries too. So I'm really, I'm so glad you picked those because that all makes sense. Great. Well, speaking of Scorpios, let's go to Kendall, played by Jeremy Strong, who to me is a Scorpio son and probably a Scorpio rising because he's just a Scorpio. Not to always bring it back to the Anne Hathaway episode, but he has a lot going on. I also was thinking cancer, but I still feel like I don't know enough about cancer. But what do you have for for Ken? Okay. Ken I had a lot of trouble with because he just seems really in trouble all the time. He just seems like a troubled, lost soul, even more so than Roman, I would say. I don't know. Kendall is just, just I feel for Kendall. I think we all feel yeah. a little cringy for Kendall at all times. <laughs> the Kendall cringe. Kendall cringe. Uh, I, I don't disagree with the Scorpio, but I think with Scorpio comes a little bit more bite like a more confidence to a Scorpio that Kendall seemed to lack. So I have Scorpio on my page, but I didn't know where to place it. And I instead chose to go all mutable with him. Okay. Because I feel like he's envious of those that have more of these like strength placements, um, these go-getter or these grounding, reliable, sturdy, stubborn qualities. He's sort of all over the place all the time. Um, very indecisive, uh, a bit messy, very critical of himself. So I gave Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Not really. Oh, no, nothing I said. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I don't disagree that there's Scorpio there. I think he's got such an emotional complexity to him. And a bit of darkness. So I wouldn't say there isn't Scorpio. I don't think you're wrong at all. I just, in my thing, I went mutable in more of a generic way. But he could have a Scorpio. Mercury, Mars, Venus, any of these three placements could be Scorpio as well. I just, 
I leaned a little bit harder on the mutable signs for him just because of his overall being. And, and the Virgo is just this really, he's really hard on himself. So I just put him as a Virgo in this placement and he really wants to be appreciated so much. Yeah. And I think that could be a little bit of what you're seeing of the Scorpio because he gets like it, he takes it so personally when he's not appreciated by a father like his and by a family like his. And I think that's Virgo when it's not appreciated could express itself in a sort of scorpion way where that's sort of the only thing that okay. makes a Virgo upset is sort of a lack of like, you did great kid, you know, and not having that ever from his dad and being, you know, not the oldest son because Connor is, but clearly the oldest <laughs> predecessor type of son. I went with Virgo as the sun. I went Pisces rising for Kendall because I feel like he's the quickest to access emotion. That, yeah. Right? Like he cries more, I think, than any other sibling. And he's emotionally expressive and accesses that emotion quicker than anyone else. And I do think that that is a, rise, a personality display of something that's really emotional and really spongy. But in that same sense, he is often oblivious of other people's opinions of him and that could discount this water you know what i'm saying so i do think i like yeah that we're debating a little bit here and i like that you have a different perspective because he is i think he was the hardest one for me to place because of this reason i definitely think he's got virgo i definitely think he has pisces somewhere and i won't discount scorpio just because i don't think he's he sort of does lack an awareness to him of what others actually think about him. But that could also be he's just in a bubble of a rich kid. So, I don't know. Let's leave it there. Interesting. <laughs> so, not to keep with my Scorpio, but I feel like these are like the Scorpio kids. I don't know. So, Roman played by Kieran Culkin. I'm going to go with he's an airy sun and a Scorpio rising because I see this like fieriness in him and even though he's the baby of the group he wants to be recognized he wants to be in control there's just this like fieriness to him like you said before about Shiv and Scorpio again I don't know there's just something about the three of them that is not like serial killer ish but the intensity of the three of them and maybe that's from their childhood trauma maybe it's because there's so much money and power that's up for debate and how do you prove that you're the one that should be in charge? And so you would like overcompensate maybe. I don't know. But what do you think about for Roman's uh, sun and rising? Yeah, I, I just, yeah, just to quickly touch on what you just said, I definitely agree there's a huge Scorpio sort of undertone of this whole show. And I think we'll get to that on the next episode. But I think that has a lot to do with daddy. <laughs> daddy issues. <laughs> serious daddy issues. So... I agree with you with Roman about the Aries, for sure. What? Yeah. I'm a star. You're a star. <laughs> I called him as an Aries for a son. Uh, I think he says what he feels immediately. He's very bold. Uh, he does not hold back. He yeah. He's a bit, obviously he's the youngest, so that sort of makes him, you know, the baby of the family. But he he, regardless of that, has this very childlike almost tantrum-like quality, and Aries being this archetype of the, you know, the, the child of the Zodiac, the first sign of the Zodiac. I think that's appropriate. I'm not going to say no to the Scorpio again because it's on my paper, <laughs> but we're not there yet. 
so we'll go back to that. But you're right. You're right. I just chose the rising to be Gemini from my view of it. Oh, yeah. Because he's, again, it's a little all over the place with Roman. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. And I think he's so chatty. Like, he's one of these sort of, you know, the Darren Aronofsky type of just this banter, this constant chatter. He just will come in a room and, like, verbally spar with anybody at any given time about something ridiculous and completely chaotic and he definitely he's definitely a lot smarter than he than people think he is especially out of the three of them I I honestly think it's between him and Shiv as far as intellect and it's very misleading because he's just full of shit half the time but yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think the Aries the Aries sun Gemini rising combo is activated here with Roman because he's got the boldness to say whatever he wants and the Gemini to sort of be the caveat to express himself through without a filter and so yeah I completely agree that that would be my my guess of placements okay so I got one at least (laughs) two we're getting there two (laughs) And then maybe I'll get this one. Okay, so Connor, played by Alan Ruck. Okay. To me, he's a Libra sun. Your face. (laughs) (laughs) And a Virgo rising. Okay, so hear me out. There's something like almost people-pleasing about him, sensitive. He's the one that's in a relationship, uh, cares a lot about his partner. He's... You can see, I don't want to give anything away. Like we said, no spoilers this episode, but in his wedding, he is like scared that she's like not coming back. I feel, I forget what happens. Like she doesn't answer her phone or something. And he thinks that like she left him or something. Like there's something about him that seems so genuine and he has a different mom. He had a different life. Like maybe his upbringing was different and the childhood trauma was not as intense as Shiv Kendall and roman experienced he also was born at a different time he's a little bit older he seems to be a little bit older than the rest of them so it might have been at a different point in logan's career maybe he had more time to be with him so that's why i i picked that i love it I think, <laughs> <Hit me. laughs> no i'm not okay so we're not at the moons yet so you're not no man you're i know so you're not there's stuff you've said in these guesses that i agree with but it's because of moon stuff that I want to explore with you in a minute. But for my big three guests work for Connor, I went with a Pisces sun and an Aquarius rising. And Oh, so like basically like what I said, but not (laughs) (laughs) what I said at all. (laughs) Well, I, I agree. There's air here. I, I, okay. I like what you said about Virgo. I'm not taking Virgo off the table either. I think Virgo is appropriate because he very much is about this, like, especially with his fiance, just doting and in service of her and all of that. You know, that could be something deeper, though. That could be love language sign, you know, Venus, Mars. Interesting. So it could just be like how he loves someone. But I chose Pisces with Aquarius rising because... A lot to do with this season specifically where he makes that statement in the karaoke room about love. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was pretty intense. Tell us more. Tell us more. (laughs) He basically says that he doesn't feel anything. Like he, he, right? He sets his 
forget the exact words. I'm sorry, but it's more about how how low he sets his ex- expectations because he sort of always knows he's going to get let down. Like he doesn't expect love at all. And so he doesn't need it. Like he adamantly is like, I don't need love in this family because I don't get it kind of thing. Or I don't know. He's just come to yeah. terms with this defiance against what actually he actually every human needs. So I almost feel like someone who makes a statement like that actually feels a lot more than what they're letting on and is just showing it yeah. differently. Also, like that song choice, like so sad and depressing. <laughs> the most depressing song that was such a depressing scene in general man yeah so and i love karaoke (laughs) yeah me too i'm sure it'd be a lot better with you around i've never done it but we'll (laughs) you've never done karaoke i know it's really weird fun fact about me what i'm terrified i'm so terrified Have you been to karaoke? Like, have you gone and gotten a room? In I feel like in New York, there's a bunch of rooms. Yeah, but I think I avoid because I'm so afraid if I go with anybody, they're going to catch wind that I've never done it and like be that person to force me to do it. Oh my gosh. Actually, I just had a, we were driving one time to a wedding and I remember us talking about how you've never done karaoke and what song that you would the song that you'd want to do and we said that we would do it and we never did so I actually do remember that and we're going to make it happen I won't put you on the spot you can get a private room you could be the only one you could do karaoke by yourself okay maybe that's the call I need to practice I need to perfect it (laughs) it's the Virgo back of house of me I need to be a perfectionist I need to get it right and then I'll present (laughs) okay deal Anyway, back to poor Connor. I think this is a very sad person, which sucks. Yeah. But I think his presentation, granted, he's got some major issues here, but I think there's a certain presentation that he puts out there that is so against the grain in general. Like, he's not like any of the rest of the family, that's for sure. But he's also, like, really just unique in general, in juxtaposition to everyone. So I do think he's Aquarius rising for this sort of like against the grain mentality, bigger picture stuff. Like he's very into new age. I think in one of the seasons, he is like exploring some new age stuff. There's a retreat or something. Yeah. Like he's super into this esoteric stuff. And in the same vein, he's also interested in politics and bringing in new world orders and bigger ideas and but he's also simultaneously a very delusional person where he thinks he's going to be president of the United States and he thinks that his fiance loves him and all these really sad things (laughs) Connor Connor bless him so it's sort of these this combo of I think Aquarius presenting where he comes across as really steely like, he doesn't come across emotional. He comes across as just detached and alien-like and just unique in every sense. But the whole... So, like, not a Libra at all. <laughs> well, I'm not... I mean, we'll get to that in a minute. But I Libra's on the table. Let's just say that. But I think okay. that the Pisces sun is there. It's like his ego is very much emotional and deep and sensitive and he's just been through yeah, it he's sensitive yeah for sure. they've all been through it like logan what did you do oh man <laughs> what a father wow all right well that was really fun <laughs> <laughs> 
I got like one. <laughs> you did it. You actually got long live Shiv. Long live Shiv. <laughs> no, you got a lot of them, and we haven't talked about Moon, so we're gonna get into that now. And I th- do think some of the stuff you put on the table here is potentially Moon sign stuff. So you're killing the astrology game. Remember, there can't possibly be a right answer. Astrology is way too complex to simplify a person by three archetypes, even fictional characters. So on to the deeper stuff. Let's get to moon signs. So moon sign, soul sign. What feeds your soul, your emotional plane, your inner secret world? Tina, back to you. So... I just feel like this is the trickier part. Even though you've given me some guidance, I have some ideas now in the back of my head of what their moon might be. But I think even though I got them pretty much all wrong, the first <laughs> sun and rising like come easier to me. The moon is just a little trickier. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that totally. But I do think sometimes it's even harder to nail real life people, <laughs> moon signs, because yeah. – at least in a fictional show, you sort of gauge, like, you get the behind the scenes. You get those moments with the character that's only you watching them in their solo time. And you really see their soul and you see what they need and when they cry in a closet or something. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see what we can guess. Okay. <clears throat> so back to Shiv. Shiv's moon sign could be... I don't know, as like tough as she is, there's something sensitive about her in my mind. Maybe she doesn't show that to anyone. Like just the way that she speaks sometimes in response to stuff, I can see inside maybe there's a little bit of sensitivity. I don't know if that will go towards my guess, but like I said, this is all really tricky. So for moon sign, let's say Shiv is a Virgo. Okay. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> okay, well, it's okay, my guess is also an earth. So Okay. I mean, we got her as a Taurus sun. I, I think yes. the sensitivity that you're seeing that I completely agree is there is this water presentation. You know, because that infiltrates your oh, personality. So us guessing um Scorpio rising, well me guessing <laughs> <laughs> as like for that reason that you're saying i think there is a little bit of sensitivity but she really buries it i think she has her yeah. secrets you know and that's the scorpio coming in as far as this rising but i think at her core with shiv and looking at you know her relationship with her husband and you know the affairs that she had and the drive that she has as a person is like you know, she's not the oldest. She's the only girl. She was almost this, like, she's very close to being her father's predecessor, right? At one moment. I mean, I think they all were really close, but. Yeah. Like, Depends on the day. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones over here. But I, I, <laughs> I, I pegged her as her emotional needs being, making it to the top. I pegged her as having ambition, as feeding her, as, as work was what was her driving emotional force. And so I gave her a Cap Moon, Capricorn Moon. Um, okay, love to hear it. <laughs> it's just my guess. But Earth sign, I do think, you know, yes, Virgos have more of a sensitivity, 
you know, and but it's still it's a grounded, it's a reliable, it's a workforce of a moon placement. But I just, you know, also in line with her dad, like, we'll talk about her dad again next episode. But I do think there's a mirroring here of having this similar ambition and having what it takes to to go yeah. after it and and an emotional Capricorn placement would, you know, walk on shoulders, step on heads, whatever the expression is <laughs> to, yeah. to get there, especially with this Scorpio rising and this Taurus stubbornness combo. Like this is a killer combo for a Titan kind of gal. Interesting. I need to, to brush up on my sign knowledge as well. Because uh, for this one, I also don't really have a guess. For Kendall's moon sign, can I say that I think that it might be in the water arena? You can say whatever you want. Yeah. I don't. But what do you think? No. <laughs> so I think, I think I was also confused with Kendall's moon because I don't think we know what the hell he wants. I think it's really. I don't think he knows what he exactly. wants. Yeah, it's really tricky. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I've got a million scratches. And I, I think I made, I was talking about this earlier by mistake where I gave away all his placements in my guesswork and I went all mutable for him because of this reason. I just don't think he's connected with what he wants. And so, yeah, I, you know, we called him a Virgo sun, guesswork Pisces rising, this like emotional motions on a sleeve presentation very sensitive on the outside and for i i'm torn between the other two mutable placements sagittarius and gemini as his moon just because oh i can see gemini yeah yeah just or sag too i just yeah go back to like i know gemini's the twin <laughs> <laughs> just the, there's duality about him there's indecisiveness about him there's flippancy there's so that that could be leading to air moon placements where it's just sort of out and about, you know, emotionally unavailable in many ways, even though he's really sensitive on the outside. Is he really at his core feeling it yeah. the way the others seem to be? I don't know. Kendall is an enigma to me, astrologically speaking. I just think, you know, he's the first to cry and be upset about something and he's got his like ambition and he's got his criticism of self and his hardworking aspect, but there's a lack of awareness with him that always bugs me and I just don't see him as being very grounded or in a water placement that's like really tying him emotionally down like he'll cry the flit of a second but is he really you know drowning in this sea of emotions where he's always upset like no I think he bounces back really fast from things yeah yeah that's just my that's my two cents all right so let's go to Roman's moon sign I think I may have Heard you say it earlier, but <laughs> could Roman be a Scorpio? <laughs> that was my guess, for sure. Scorpio moon. Yeah. And why? I think it's the theme of vengeance, in a way, and ambition, and his ability to transform himself and sort of bounce back. Bounce back not in the same way Kendall does, but bounce back in a... I'll show you kind of way. Yeah, he has like thicker skin than Kendall. Yeah. In my mind, he's not as soft. Yeah, it's almost that he, while Kendall sort of fails continuously through struggle, 
I think Roman improves through struggle. And that's a really strong Scorpio trademark where when you go through stuff with the Scorpio heavy Scorpio placements, you normally like bounce back a better, stronger, more informed, intuitive person. And I think he possesses a sense of intuition. He can read a room. He can gauge when people are upset with him or are not. Uh, he definitely has a strong sexual undercurrent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Roman>. <laughs> um definitely enjoys some sex uh (laughs) yeah I think that there there's and there's there's something there's a little darkness to him and not to say that Scorpio's dark sign again but there's this the theme here of like being okay with darkness with Scorpios which is cool it gives them that sort of edginess that je ne sais quoi that you know magnetism you know Scorpios are very magnetic and there's something really drawing in about Roman no matter what state he's in you want to like there's something about him so I think the Aries Scorpio moon combo with this Gemini rising it's a it's a powerhouse it's a real interesting trio that makes sense yeah also just a huge fan of Kieran Culkin oh I love him so good all the Culkins yeah what a fan (laughs) What a fam. All right. Connor's moon sign. Again, I think I might have a hint of what you're going to say, but I also could have misheard you, but any chance he's a Libra moon? (laughs) That was definitely my guess for Connor. Yay! I cheated! (laughs) No, but what you said originally of him being a Libra sun, that was my first thing, too, was maybe it's the Pisces' moon or something. But... Again, similar to Kendall, the moon, Connor has an ability to not sink too deep into his own sadness, right? So there's this, oh, he's having our, you know, our guesswork trio, I guess we could say would be Pisces, Sun, Aquarius, Rising, sort of that, because we both mentioned air and water for the most part, right? I think that was our guesswork combined. So I think we're seeing, yes, he's sensitive and sad in many ways and a bit delusional in general but there's a lot of air pulling him from sinking completely and there's a sense of detached emotionless stuff going on with Connor so and in the same vein there's this dire need for for companionship and a partner dire (laughs) (laughs) so Libra Moon all the way just seemed like the right call because it seems that deep down that's all he wants is a person to share this sort of crazy world that he's building and sort of the the misery that he might be in a little bit like he just needs someone to share and balance that out with him so libra moon yeah Ah, that's my guess and your guess fascinating Since this is a mini episode, we want to do another mini episode and get into more of the characters. Like, we obviously have to talk about Logan. We need to talk about maybe Jerry. uh, Yes. Greg. Stewie. Yeah, Greg. Oh, my God. Cousin Greg. Tom. Duh. There's so many more people that we need to discuss. But we wanted to try a mini ep and get the ball rolling with Succession. We have more episodes coming this season. It's not over. We don't know how things will end up. We, from the last episode, kind of got 
a next step, but will that stay the same? What will happen? Anything could happen. It's a TV show. Yeah. You know? Oh, I love this. Cousin Greg could come on top. (laughs) (laughs) He's the next heir. He's the heir. Seriously. We'll rule it all. I mean, we got that loop in Game of Thrones. No one expected that ending. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. And like just sometimes it's like the unexpected, like quieter, and he's still part of the family. Why was he, why has he been there since season one? You know, like I feel like in this season, Tom is like on the plane with them and like in, oh in these rooms, they're like, wow, how is Tom in these rooms? <laughs> Who put him here? Uh, but I feel like Tom's disposable. Yeah. He might know too much, but cousin Greg is blood. And yeah. There, there could be something to to say about that, even though he's a he's a funny one. Totally true and a moron, but totally true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like I like this midway point episode because we're what halfway through the season, or maybe yeah, yeah, more or less. Yeah, so I'm excited to maybe do the next ep at the season finale mark in a couple weeks, and and we can revisit all of this too and see absolutely absolutely maybe i'll know more by then maybe not but (laughs) you know it's all for fun you're doing great you're doing great sweetie you are um yeah what a roller coaster hbo has taken us on this i know they're so good at it yeah (laughs) good times well this was really fun so this has been our mini succession app and stay tuned for part two probably coming towards the end of the season or at the end of the season. And thank you so much for listening. I'm Tina. And I'm Jen. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>